Now tuning in to Earbud Media, audio for everyone. thought of something you can definitely cut this out um what happened to that internet boy the streaming boy oh he's still going (laughs) are you fucking kidding me here's the thing he has like about probably i would say a day or two left at this point is he alive he's alive he's alive i think he just hit the 11 day mark today and i feel like now everyone has just either run out of money or just wants him to stop so they're just just letting him ride it out um so hopefully by the time this comes out he will be finished (laughs) but i also made that promise last week and i'm not sure i can keep it yes i feel like every time that we talk about him it's almost like an omen of like it keeps him going yeah we're the one that's keeping him tethered to (laughs) to this brain yeah i i would give him money to stop stop. like if i could remove like numbers from the clock yeah for real if that was possible rip the boy you know (laughs) rip (laughs) Ludwig. that makes me sad just let him go you know bless his heart (laughs) fuck bless his heart i'm always scared of saying that now that i have learned as someone who's lived in the pacific northwest all of my life Mm. um that i have learned that that is like a bad thing to say oh is it south I well, I don't know that it's like a bad thing, but I think that people in the South say it as a like, as like a conversation ender, or like, well, that person's a dumbass. <laughs> like, sure, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> it's like, oh, bless his heart. Like, right. it's more like petty or a little like passive aggressive. Yes, of, exactly. You know? It's it. like petty, and so that has taken on a, a different meaning, which is interesting. Anyways, hi, <laughs> hello, hello. Welcome to the weekly podcast where we update you on the latest streaming news. <laughs> Anyways, I'd rather stick in our fantasy world here at Into the Twilight. Welcome. Yes. Ooh. You are safe here. Yes. Cody, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm I'm vibing. I'm I'm max and relaxed and all cool. Um, oh. I am thinking about as I often am Dolly Parton. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I'm sure Good you start. can relate. Most recently, uh, because I watched Nine to Five for the first time in a long time last Ooh. night. And just what a great fucking movie that movie is. God bless. Yeah. Dream Blunt Rotation, Dolly Parton, Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, period. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> full stop. There's literally a scene where they're all just smoking weed together and think about Those are my fantasies about killing their abusive boss. And I'm like, yes, I would like to be there. I love all of them. I love seeing it. She's great. That whole movie's great. Everyone in it's great. Every outfit is fabulous. And that's, I'm loving it. 100%. It's all vibes. Yeah. I love strong women. Yes. I um, I love their hairstyles yes. more than anything. They're so um, big but so short, which is what I love about it. It's just a lot of compact. Yes, yeah. It's just a lot of compact energy. And honestly, when I think about Dolly Parton, that's also what I think of. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just a lot of energy so in a, a bottle small rocket. Person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are, are not a lot of people that I think – when I would be near them and get, like, starstruck. Mm. Just because I'm not that kind of person. (laughs) I'm not like other girls. (laughs) I'm not like other girls. But I just don't find a lot of people intimidating. (laughs) I don't know. Um, Uh I think if I was in the room with any of those three women, I would be slack-jawed. Like, I think I would... I think you'd collapse. I think you'd just fall down. 100%. (laughs) I I would need medical attention. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and honestly, who among us wouldn't feel the same way? Absolutely. Yeah. Just because I think, like, they... Wow. The influence... Right. ...that they have had. Yeah. Amazing. I love them. Yes. I love my moms. My my moms. (laughs) My moms. (laughs) How are you? Oh, I'm... I'm just living... You know, yeah. I'm just getting by. Yeah. Uh, We're making just, our way downtown. I'm fucking walking fast. 
I can't see anyone's faces, but I am homebound. <laughs> I'm here. I am doing okay. I've been really craving juice yeah. lately. Right. <laughs> as I ought to, um, as it, it'd be like that sometimes. The one thing, though, that has brought me a lot of peace amongst this chaos has been Big Ship. <laughs> Big Ship Watch 2021. <laughs> For those of us who are joining us in the end of March 2021, I hope at this point you are familiar with Big Ship Watch 2021. Yeah. If you are joining us from the future and you are like, Ali, I have no fucking clue what you were talking about. <laughs> let me bring you back to this wild week of news yeah. as it tends to be at this time. But specifically, <laughs> not often a wild week for ship news, though. No, not is. usually when yeah. a big oops stops <laughs> capitalism. <laughs> like, a, a billions of dollars of oops. Of oopsies. Yep. <laughs> a big oopsies. So a long going bit on this show has been that one of my personal comforts has been to watch plane radars yeah <laughs> that is something that um soothes my anxiety yeah just to make sure they're safe <laughs> just i like to just watch and track flights in the air because you never fucking know what happens and also because i was a seven-year-old when 9-11 happened you know what trauma yeah. we deal with it different ways absolutely what i came to learn this week with big ship <laughs> is that there is also a version of that four ships and it's called vessel finder <laughs> this is by no means sponsored because what the actual fuck would that be <laughs> but also i will be bought <laughs> but also hit me up because i've only had this tab open all week <laughs> the specific ship that i'm referring to is ever given if you are unfamiliar if you are not a social studies teacher like myself um the suez canal is very small but it is immensely important to how our world operates mm -hmm. under capitalism. Kind of huge for world trade. Right. There is a huge ass ship that is stuck in the Suez Canal. Like <laughs> Emperor State Building stuff. It's so big. <laughs> like, like Austin Powers in a fucking truck stuck. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like sideways in a canal stuck. Cartoonishly stuck. Like, <laughs> like humorously should not be this turned around in a very small canal stuck. Yeah. And it is the fucking funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Because <laughs> this is, this is so embarrassing, right? Like, this is why I don't parallel park. This is so right. embarrassing. <laughs> because everyone is staring at you. But this oops of a parallel park situation of what should be like five cars is now thousands of ships <laughs> who have how now like who've had to now divert their ships to a route that we haven't had to use in since the 1700s oh my god <laughs> like going to the south <laughs> the most southern tip of africa jesus because it is costing them billions of dollars yeah it is the funniest thing I've ever heard of. It's not because like it's it's ridiculous. Right. But the idea that this most innocuous mistake <laughs> has fundamentally stopped world trade and like has not killed anyone, like has not caused damage. Right. Necessarily. Yeah. It's just an oops. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the ship hasn't tipped over. No one's dead. Like, it's just an embarrassing it's problem. Just, yeah, it's just so, so foolish. <laughs> Is the funniest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> I, I think it's great the fact that if this is how capitalism falls like just because yep. of a big oopsie i think that's fitting you know i think it's great i think that's very funny 100 percent. and i think that is why like not just is it a, like a necessary laugh over yeah. this past year of the newtons mm -hmm. but also as far as we know from this news like it's a laugh where no one is being hurt yeah like it's just money lost yeah <laughs> like, there's it's There's just no capitalism is the loser. Yeah. Which I'm fine with. Yeah. And um, also all of those photos of like 
the tiny machines trying to come yes. up next to it and then fix it. Next just the this, excavators. Just this big oh. ship. It's so good. Because this ship is like, the only photos that we've seen have been pretty far away. Right. And so there's no sense seen, of scale previously. No. Like before them. Yeah. No, because it just looks like a cargo ship in a canal, but there's no sense of scale of like one, how small the Suez Canal is. Right. And it's so small. <laughs> and the ship is so big. And it is effectively sideways. And that shouldn't work. And it is um it has brought me so much joy. Yeah. In a week where most of the news has been um as usual awful. Like yeah. has been bad. Right. So thank you, ship. Um, thank you, big also, ship. <laughs> thank you, big ship. There's a very evil part of me, like a lot of my like Scorpio rising energy, who's like, I don't want the ship to be fixed. Yeah. I I do, because I want people to get off of it. But there's a part of me who's like, mm, what, if what if it's it just there forever? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's not, though? Like, <sighs> so anyways, thank you, big ship. I appreciate you immensely. Absolutely. For your gifts on this world. You're so important. (laughs) The odes I could write to Big Ship. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) We have just a little bit of current events this week. Just a a little taste. Just a little charcuterie. Charcuterie? No, No, you stop. (laughs) I will not. (laughs) I refuse to. Because I can't call them Lunchables anymore. Because I can't touch that, like, wet, slimy meat. You know? I... (laughs) I, Because it's not meat. I could have gone my whole life without hearing wet, slimy meat (laughs) and charcuterie (laughs) in the same 15 (laughs) seconds of each other. But thank you for just... You know what... I mean, did you have a Lunchable growing up? Yes, I know the feeling of it. I just know you're going to be so visceral in your description. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying that, like, I didn't grow up rich... I grew up very, like, low middle class. Right. And Lunchables was a very, like, special occasion. Sure. That was, like, when the child support money, like, just came in kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. And I romanticized the fuck out of those things. Oh, absolutely. They were never as good as I wanted them to be. Yeah. That meat wiggled (laughs) and, like, had a sound to it. Yeah. Just tastes like a bad babysitter and, like, fucking... I don't know. Disappointment. Jeez. Maybe that was me. <laughs> Anyways, I'll talk to the, my therapist about that. Anyways, let's. So Twilight news. So Twilight. Um, you know, sometimes I get mad when people are like, these, you know, sometimes like this is a good to podcast, but sometimes they go off the rails a little bit. And I get personally offended by that because I'm like, listen, this is the show, baby. And then there's moments like this where I'm like, yeah, maybe we should kind of reel the focus a little bit sometimes. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. Like, that's just who we are. Sorry. If you haven't figured out at this point that at 30 minutes in, <laughs> we start talking about the chapters. Right. <laughs> we've had the same setup for four years. It's true. It's true. About how our notes go. And yeah. so if you are the kind of person, bless your heart, who is like, <laughs> I don't want to hear fuck all about current events, then you know at this point that we start talking about the chapters at 30 minutes. So just <laughs> skip a Rooney. We don't care. Skip a Rooney. Just, yeah. we don't get those kind of analytics. All we care about is that you get to the end of the episode because that is the part that we get to tell advertisers. Yeah. So just live. <laughs> like, go. That's fine. Be free. We don't have, we're not keeping you here. No. Anyways, I don't know why that pisses me off, but it's like, we're not forcing you to listen to this podcast. You subscribe to it yourself. We're not the U2 album. Like, it's fine. (laughs) We just forcibly download our our podcast into everyone's feed. So we're back with Screen Rant at this time. Specifically, their writer, Amanda Steele, who's really been like on the ball at this time. Amanda Steele um, has been tasked with the very strong, important task of ranking the best soundtrack songs from Twilight, which is a very difficult job. Yeah, I contentious. <laughs> yeah, this is, I would say, has been one of the m- most controversial topics in this fandom. Yeah. For quite a long time. But right. we have the 10 best soundtrack songs here. I have some thoughts about this, but I would love to hear your opinions on these songs. The only thing that feels very shocking to me 
is like how low a thousand years is. Okay, I agree 100%. It feels like given the like love around that song and that moment specifically, it feels like it had a lot of clout, you know, in terms of like where people have it in their hearts. I don't disagree with Amanda Steele's ranking of it being nine Mm -hmm. on this list. Um, Just because personally, I don't, I don't really vibe with that song. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I agree. I think that within the fandom itself, that right. is a... I just feel like every fan edit and like all yes. these montages and shit are like, it's usually this one, you know? I completely agree. Yes. What I will say is I do not see any turning page representation on here. Ooh, yeah, that's true. Injustice. <laughs> Amanda... baby you're more than welcome to have your own opinions right right we sure as fuck do here yes but what i will say is that sleeping at last impact with turning page has grown outside of twilight Mm. and um the impact that it's had on tiktok alone right (laughs) let alone in the wedding community oh um, has been unreal (laughs) and so that is wild to me personally. Yeah. I, to not I have agree. that on there. I don't disagree with having Debussy at number two. <laughs> yes. Having a friend Carolyn of the show there. <laughs> friend of the family. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I will say is I'm not seeing <laughs> this isn't funny at all. I just I want there to be some Link Park on here. It's yeah. not No, that's you're right. You're right and you should say it. Thank it's you. what's if listen if we're going with Stephanie and her brain, yes, at least one gotta be. Yeah, and Stephanie, if I was just speaking for Stephanie, which I'll never do, right. uh, if I was speaking for Stephanie, she would have Muse a little bit lower. So, ooh, yeah. <laughs> the last thing that I'll say about this is that I just wish this was a little bit of a longer list because the Twilight songs are great. Yeah, and that's listen, all. why pit? All these questions, one another. Exactly. You know? <laughs> um, it's just hard to narrow it down to ten because they're all of the soundtracks fuck, and that's all I have to yeah. say. And that's my truth, <laughs> and, and that's just how I feel. So, yeah. could you take us to a Rob Corner, please? Ooh, welcome back to Robert Pattinson Corner. Beep, 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 beep. The cyberspace. <laughs> yes, this is from We Got This Covered. Ooh, which I think is a new site for for us yeah i don't know if we've used this in the yeah. space so before. welcome to the space um christian bone uh author oh. Oh. <laughs> the article is robert pattinson reportedly demanding a lot of money to return to twilight good for him first of all yes no you're worth king <laughs> <laughs> absolutely we love we love to hear it i mean it makes sense right like yeah. There's I, no way that he could go back to even like the first Twilight budget after right. all that he has done now. Yeah. It no makes way. no sense. Yeah. The other thing that I saw circulating a little bit this past week, um, which are just like old stories mm-hmm. from like 2018 um, from an Allure piece, uh, which is just Rob mentioning in a past Allure interview about like him being willing to get Botox if he was in the Twilight reboot. Yeah. Which, like, I don't know why that is shocking information. Right. If he was <laughs> needing to be an immortal vampire <laughs> and not needing to look like he has aged. Yeah. At this point. The idea, though, that he or Kristen would, could even be bought to do the reboots or even just a continuation of that story. Right. Seems improbable yeah. to me. Just, it, yeah, I, I don't think there's any need. I don't think there's any need. And also, from all of the information that we have heard from them about not just how, like, emotionally exhausting mm-hmm. that time was for them, but also just how, like, just, like, not fun it was yeah, from, like, right. the press and the the fandom. Um, I can't imagine that it would be worth the money. yeah. At this point, right. especially if they are getting, I would imagine that they are getting some sort of like residuals off of that stuff. Yeah, almost certainly. So yeah, I cannot imagine that it would be worth the like emotional <laughs> impacts right. for them if they could just pursue other creative projects 
yeah. at this time. So um, I know that it is something that at least part of this fandom is interested in, but I would rather personally them be happy. Yeah. Then watch something where they are like visibly not enjoying themselves. Yeah, that that checks I'm, out. I'm good. I'm good also, with that. Also, apparently this news comes from this guy from his Patreon page where he just posts like industry rumors and cool. scoops and stories. And it's like a paid post, like it's it's paywalled, this rumor post. <laughs> Ooh, interesting. What? Seems legit. Yeah. Seems real, real. Right. We have a Twilight backstory Ooh. this week that I'm happy to share with you. Incredible. It is from T. I'm imagining it is T and not Tia. If y'all, hey, <laughs> I love getting your emails. I am so fucking terrified <laughs> of saying your names wrong. Yeah. If y'all could just phonetically yeah. spell your names, that would save me so much time of just looking at this and being like, oh no, <laughs> how am I going to say this? So I think it's T, but who's to say, you know, yeah. not me. Um, so here's our backstory. This email talks about death. I'm just going to tell y'all right away. Yeah. Okay. So my aunt is the one who introduced me to Twilight. She lent me her books and I watched the movies for the first time with her. She was slash is ingrained in every aspect of Twilight for me. We fought over Team Edward and Jacob and accepted me when I told her I was actually Team Jane slash Bella. Ooh. Ooh. She died suddenly and unexpectedly in November of 2019. And like that, my second mom was gone. Oh, T. Uh, and Twilight helped me heal from that because it had the comfort of her in it. Y'all, T, this is going to make me fucking cry. It holds only my happiest memories of her within it. This Christmas, my uncle gave me her Twilight books and I cried. They were my first to read and they were hers. Twilight is my comfort movie now. It helps calm my tics when they get out of hand and helps me remember the good times with my aunt. I wake up to the Volturi watching me thanks to a gag gift from a friend. Looks like a... Uh, like a huge ass poster, <laughs> yeah, um, massive <laughs> of a of the new moon movie and the Volturi. Yeah, so that's amazing. And there's like a tiny Breaking Dawn poster on top of it. Yes, <laughs> that's amazing. If that's a gag gift, um, keep that friend around because that's yeah. a <laughs> real gift. <laughs> yeah, you got real friends. Yep, love you both and stay safe and well. T. Hey. Aww. Tea. <laughs> Tea, that's very nice. Oh. I love this gift and I want to know more about it because it looks like the whole Volturi, the whole Volturi is there, but I can only just see like Jane yeah. and Aro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and really that's all that matters. So like, yeah. that's fine. Absolutely. That is amazing. Um, and I love the idea that you both shared the books together. See, it's not about fucking Steph. It's about yeah. the memories that you shared. Yeah. With and, like, the community that I was able to foster, even though it's <laughs> also not great, you know? Exactly. Yeah. See, it's, it's like, what you make of it that, you know? like, matters. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's adorable. And you almost made me cry. You almost got me. Um, so close. But you, you fucking didn't. So how about that? Anyways, when we looked at chapters 33 and 34 last week. Stephanie reminded us of her morals. Yes. <laughs> and that um, in any of her universes that she creates, if you reproduce, you die. Yeah. And stop. That's it. That's what happens. Sorry. That's what happens. <laughs> That's just all you got to know. That is an interesting way for Stephanie to end things. But when we start out this week in chapter 35, we get a fun little detour to the tribunal just a full survivor council (laughs) we get to finally have stephanie write a survivor episode which is great listen the amount of pages we spent in a literal cave oh my god we just got to like real tribunal shit like come on baby let's go like pick up the pace (laughs) oh my god and like she briefly hinted at some sort of tribunal mm-hmm. in the Twilight series, right? Because yeah. we get a little bit of it in New Moon when Edward's like, I want to die. And then he's like, wait, no, lol. I don't. 
Just kidding. I was, it was a joke. Couldn't you tell? It was a joke. And then we get it a little bit again in Breaking Dawn. But this is like a real, like a real tribunal. Yeah. Which is dope as hell. Because if any of you have watched Survivor, I mean, they don't like put their names on paper because they don't have paper there in the apocalypse. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but it gets, it gets good, which is, I appreciate. So anyways... The other thing is when we were reading our chapters last time, they did also use the morphine on Wanda, which is not yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. So when Wanda wakes up, Wanda's like, um, so I'm going to go to this tribunal. And Ian's like, the hell you are. Um, you still have drugs in your body. Um, but Wanda wants to make sure that everyone knows that like Kyle didn't mean to do this. And right. It Guys, I swear <laughs> it wasn't a big whoopsie. Uh, he didn't mean it. I swear. <laughs> Sometimes you just like accidentally kill someone and like it's it just happens. it happens. It happens. What I will say is before we get into the like real tribunal situation, mm-hmm. we finally, finally get to the Cheetos. Welcome back to the space. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie Cheetos. has been teasing these Cheetos. The smell, the crunch, the taste. Right. It sounds like that fucking The feel of commercial. cotton. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It has been teasing this for chapters now. And finally, Wanda gets to taste this delicacy. Yes. And fuck if it didn't make me want to have Cheetos, I will say. Yeah. It did its job. So congrats on that. This tribunal. It sounds like a basement that you would have a party in. Yeah. Like an It's like a crummy show. Yeah. Like yes. a house show. Exactly. Especially because the fact that there's this mention of like the ceilings are really low. Yeah. Um, it smells kind of nasty. Like, <laughs> right. And also there's this like weird lighting situation i don't know it felt very tight and tense almost everyone was already there um by the time that ian had helped kind of drag wanda in at this point mm-hmm. and understandably and almost i would say predictably this tribunal does not go well yeah you would think you might hope i guess <laughs> um that this community would be like, oh, one of our own did a hit yes. on this outsider. Yeah. Not a good look. Not no. the best thing. Rather than asking for more evidence, other than Kyle just like implicating himself mm-hmm. from what he did before of being like, oh shit, I didn't kill. Fuck. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean. <laughs> I mean, oh no. Oh um, man. They would believe Wanda who has grown to be a major component of this community. Right. Unfortunately, <laughs> humans are not like that. <laughs> no. Shocking. So Ian is very obviously being like, hey, you're my brother. I don't want you to die. Right. But I do want you to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you are not bringing in great vibes here, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Your vibes are fucked up. Way off. <laughs> so I'm gonna, in a very like Lauren Conrad situation, Ian's like, I'm gonna forgive you and I'm gonna forget you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get out of my face, Kyle. <laughs> because the fact that Ian wants, Ian doesn't want Kyle to be dead, but essentially says so because the fact that he's asking Kyle to go live like above ground outside right. of the community now. Yeah. Which is essentially a death sentence. Right. And also it's like a weird thing too where it's like it's not whether or not Kyle did a hit because they know Kyle did a hit and Kyle right. said he did a hit. It's like is Wanda human enough to Ugh. warrant where that even matters? <laughs> like does it count if Wanda's not a person? <laughs> does like the hit mean anything? Like if it was a person, yeah, sure, get out of here. But it's like, but Wanda. Ah, ah. And can I just say... I'm trying my best right now to keep this like a non, a space that is free of like current events. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because when we started talking about Kyle doing the hit. Yeah. We'd had something in the news about a hit. Right. And now, weeks later, Mm -hmm. 
we're there's another thing in the news about a hit. Right. And it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. As as a reader to not make connections to the outside world. Absolutely. Yeah. But I also know that for a lot of folks that listen to this, um, this is a space where you can for an hour not live in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm just mentioning this so that folks are like, oh, that's interesting. That they're not like right. making two and two to, I'm trying my fucking hardest. Yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm just, it's interesting is all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep the vibes. as I possibly can. So anyways, um, but yes, I do think that that is, that is something that Stephanie is incredibly overt about in this chapter is it's like, it's not a matter of whether or not Kyle did this, but they're like, um, a lot of the people who kind of like step up as contrarians in this, um, Mm -hmm. who have been doing this like throughout. Right. It's Maggie and Sharon who are like, um, they keep doing the like, murder is a subjective term. Like, (laughs) and it's like, um, I'm sorry. What do you mean? Pretty harmful language right now. (laughs) Especially because they're like, which one, Maggie, it's not. Right. (laughs) Factually incorrect. Yeah. What the fuck is that sentence? Words do mean things, (laughs) believe it or not. (laughs) Words hurt, Maggie, first of all. And second of all, like, Maggie's like, well, actually, like, I only consider it murder when something human is killed. It's like, Mm. sorry, what? (laughs) Like, there's, there's a lot of um, fighting that's happening here where it's, it's becoming very clear that any thoughts that Kyle was going to, and I don't even know that Wanda came into this with the intention of, like, quote, justice, Mm. but, like, any, any intention here of, recognition that this was a a bad <laughs> right um, yeah. it, i was like gone yeah out the window um and so finally like they end up voting and they're like all right all right all right <laughs> and so there's a vote of whether or not kyle should be allowed to stay in the community or not and it is like a very clear majority yeah one of the things that i did forget to mention before this though which is important to the plot is that Jared like freaks out. Yeah. Which like it, Jared is ought to do. Right. <laughs> that is not surprising. Yeah. But he actually like freaks out in defense of Wander, which is a surprise. Mm. And um is is important in the fact of like um stands up for Wander and is like I don't understand like would any of you have tried to like rescue your enemy in that moment of like Kyle tried to kill Wanda and Wanda is like here and not even speaking up against Kyle. Would any of you motherfuckers try to do that? And no one talks and he's like, that's exactly what I'm fucking saying. (laughs) So anyways, um, it's a clear majority. Um, Kyle is staying, which surprise, like, yeah, we, we got that. So Jeb, unfortunately is like, well, I have a majority here, and I'm supposed to go with the majority, so now that this is over, y'all want to play a game? But not in a, like, saw way. No, (laughs) like, in a sports way. (laughs) In a very, like, divorced dad way. Like, hey, I just uh, fought with your parent in front of you. Hey, you want to play catch (laughs) in the yard? (laughs) You want to go out for a pizza or something? Hey, champ. (laughs) That was pretty rough in there, but uh, let's go get an ice cream, huh? Yeah. (laughs) You want to solve your trauma with uh, food? Or what's up? So, like, hard shift. Yeah, a bit of a pivot. (laughs) Miss Meyer. (laughs) Hard left turn to chapter 36. You know, like... As we've learned with Stephanie before, all conflict can be solved with sport. Yes. (laughs) You got, like, nomadic vampires coming in. Baseball. Perfect. Done. Uh, You got a scorned partner coming in and sees a perfect family. You just got to catch snowflakes with them. Great. Perfect. It's done. Would you consider that a sport? Uh, (laughs) Sometimes. If you're fucking clumsy, I guess. If you're going real fast. <laughs> if you're going yeah. real fucking fast, I guess. If you're trying to win, yeah. <laughs> Get as many snowflakes as you can, yes. I would argue that Chuck Esme in that moment was trying to win. 
So I would argue that that was, in fact, a sport. Yeah, Chuck Espin was going for blood in that one for sure. <laughs> 100%. So I, I would argue that everything with Vampire Bella was a sport. Yeah. Especially still in the <laughs> newborn phase. So yeah. that's fair. That's fair. So chapter 36. We got a good old game of soccer. As we have learned from society. Hey, folks. Um, everything can be solved with soccer. You know? Yes. A yeah. good old uh, football. Yeah. Right? For the non-American <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Stephanie loves a good protagonist that does not understand sport. Yeah. Who cannot do a sport right whether it's volleyball <laughs> or <laughs> i think it was also badminton before yeah, i think so too i yeah. think so i would argue one of the easiest sports like <laughs> yeah one of the easiest sports that you should not be able to get hurt in but god bless but yeah um, yeah <laughs> And in this case, soccer. So Wander, which like, you know what? It was like two days ago that Wander <laughs> like almost died. Got so fucked I'll, up. Yeah. <laughs> like I will give a little bit of, of credit here. Yeah. But still, Stephanie, maybe just Stephanie doesn't, has never played sports. So just doesn't know how to write them. Well, yeah. Here's the thing. I think she uses the, that as a crutch, right? Or at least like some sort of, it's like a smart maybe writing technique where it's like, I don't know. I want to have a sports scene in here, but I do not know how to write one and nor will I uh, learn how to do that so instead I will just make all of my protagonists have no concept of sports so they can just kind of make broad observations about things that are happening in front of them but don't have to actually interact in any way that feels that can be called out on you know sure I honestly don't know if that's relevant for a lot of people right like I don't know if that's like a mood for most sure. people of yeah. like yeah, I'm just, like, a wallflower who, like, doesn't right. know how to sport. Yeah. I just, I see this and I'm like, yeah, go play soccer. Like, what? Yeah. Why are you on the sideline? <laughs> um, it just makes me mad, but that's all right. So they're playing soccer in this very small cave. Sure. Sounds sure. great. Melanie is very pissed at it. Um, at Wander because the fact that Melanie apparently was, like, good at soccer and was like, God damn it, like, I want to go play. Yeah. But Wander has a husk of a body right now and is, like, really <laughs> right. That's okay. We have a lot of observing. Wander <laughs> yes. is, like, trying to figure out what's going on here. The most interesting part of this, though, is a follow-up to what Jared had said during the tribunal. Because after, I want to say, like, after the game or, like, during halftime, mm -hmm. Jared comes over and starts a starts a good old conversation with Wander, which Melanie is like, um, excuse me, I'm right here. Yeah, right. So what are you doing? And um, Jared is incredibly curious because of the fact that he is wanting to have a conversation with Wanda, mm -hmm. but is also like, can you hear... Melanie now? Like, is Melanie here too? <laughs> Can you tell her to go away? <laughs> <laughs> and so he is also starting to share a little bit about why he believes Wander in this mm -hmm. moment, which is like a huge shift for him. Making progress. Yeah, absolutely. Especially after the last time that they were together, it's been like a massive shift. Mm -hmm. And... <laughs> One of the reasons why he shares that he actually believes Wander now is from the first night that he saw Wander and the fact that Wander, like, put themselves in front of Jared to save him from Kyle. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that was, like, really bold. That was you. hot. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's very interesting. And he also apologizes and touches Wander and Melanie's face, like, at the same time. <laughs> and Melanie's, like, freaking out because of the fact that Wander has feelings for Jared, but it's because of Melanie. Like, it's a very confusing situation. Right. Yeah. Melanie's very jealous about it, whereas Wander's like, you made me feel this way. Right. Like, this is You can't be fault. mad at this. <laughs> exactly. The difficult thing, though, is that when Jared did his soft caress of Wander's face, he was doing it in a very small cave in front of the literal whole community. Just everyone. <laughs> Just everyone. 
And so everyone saw it. And it also doesn't help that when they took their break and everyone came around to get snacks, you know, like these really delicious granola bars, fruit filling, (laughs) just doing the best to avoid brand names on the granola bars not the cheetos but the granola bars that you gotta draw the line there you know (laughs) jamie jared and ian all all kings of subtlety yes um came over (laughs) with extra granola bars and water for wander because wander's been sitting on the sidelines yeah and so eventually the rest of the community is like hey fuckers Half of our food is gone. Right. Hey, Wander's got a lot of granola bars. <laughs> Wander has half of our food pile by them. Why? Yeah. What is the reason? You horny bastards. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you providing offerings to Wander? Right. Like this? <laughs> yeah. You are all incredibly unsubtle. Yeah. Jamie's doing it because he's a good brother. But y'all need to right. stop. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, when the soccer game is over... Kyle decides to walk up to Wander, really bold here, Kyle, just really ignoring all of the body language that Ian is doing, ignoring all of the body language that Jared is doing, because both of them are standing in front of Wander, and asks, Kyle asks if he can say something to Wander, and Kyle, (laughs) ever the the subtlety with this one, says to Wander... (laughs) I'm not sorry. <laughs> I um I still think it was the right thing to do. At every turn, he is given a chance to like bury the hatchet and like Wander has given him ample opportunity to be like, I'll fucking bat for you. I'm gonna stick up for you, even though you do a hit on me. 100%. And every time Kyle's like, What if I don't regret anything? <laughs> and I Just... actually did love that I did that. So thanks. One, he's just a flat character. Just, like, yeah, no right. attempts to improve as a person. Yeah. But, like, what the fuck? Like, the audacity to come up to someone who has had such a rapport with the community. Like, with such foundational people in this community that they just saved your life. Yeah. Because, like, if Wander had asked, which they wouldn't, but if Wander had asked, Ian and Jared could have just killed Kyle. Like, there yeah. wouldn't have needed to be a tribunal. Right, absolutely. And so the fact that, like, he is still alive to come up and say this to Wander mm-hmm. and is such a fucking privilege and still be like, yeah, I'm not sorry, actually. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So Wander ends up being like, actually, um, I do have something to say to you. I didn't let you fall, Kyle. Because I'm not like you, you piece of shit. <laughs> I'm I'm not like you humans. Because there are actually people around you, Kyle, that would have let you fall. They would have done the same exact thing that you would have done. There, You've got kind people that are here who would have also, like, would have saved you here. Mm-hmm. There are kind people here. There are good people here. There are people here like your brother and Jeb here that are kind as well and like doc i'm just not like you personally right you're not kind and you're not good and kyle's like whoa that was like mean and then he just like walks off like hey whoa (laughs) i was trying to be nice and i know that i'm not nice and not good at it and i did it wrong but also how dare you call me out on that how dare you that's like rude i said to your face that i did not regret trying to kill you and you do this (laughs) to me right what the heck (laughs) god kyle is like gives off strong um like ethan vibes from Mm. lizzie mcguire um but like the bad version like if right because i like to believe that ethan from lizzie mcguire ended up being like a good person sure like not aware of a lot of things yeah like very smooth brain but Mm -hmm. like neutral Probably yeah. fine. Right. Um, but Kyle gives off very, like, smooth brain, but bad. Yes. Me. Like, actively does. I mean, he tried to kill someone, so, like, bad. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Next week, though, we have chapters 37 and 38. Ooh. 
We're getting closer to the end. <laughs> Each time we do so, this, it sounds so pathetic. It's like, we're almost maybe kind of there. <laughs> so Stephanie has to be, like, inching us towards this confrontation with the Seeker. Yeah. Um, or, you know, like, it's going to be like Stephanie, and we're going to have, like, two chapters left, and then the Seeker's going to pop up. So right. <laughs> who's to say, you know? Who's to say? We have an amazing group of patrons today. Damn right we do. You know what? I'm going to start. Whoa. We're going to we're going to really switch things up here. Whoa. So, I would like to thank Mallory Hardwick. Thank you to Katie Black. Thank you to Kylie Minty. Ow. Yeah. Thank you Elizabeth James. Thank you to Jess Love. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Thank you to Carrie Goldberg. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. Thank you to Mickey Meyer. Thank you to Zoe Steele. Shout out Rebecca Cullen. Thank you to Amy Taylor. Thank you to Mulch. Gray. Mulch. Mulch. <laughs> Thank you to our unofficial intern, Taylor uh, Brown uh, Town uh, Lautner. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you to Aaron Weber. Thank you to Gwen Stanley. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Ooh. Thank you to Bailey Christian. Thank you to Jay Molina. Thank you to Cassandra Bomer. Thank you to Toussaint Wanderer. Yes. Thank you to Kristen. Strider. Thank you to Kelly Beck. Our mom. Yes. <laughs> Thank you to Aaron Salinger. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Thank you to India Peach. Thank you to Casey Yorkie. Thank you to Sarah Blythe. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And thank you to Lara Forty. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. That really spiced things up. <laughs> it really did. I have a fan fiction Ooh. for you today. Please. This is a fan fiction from... Our unofficial intern, Taylor Brown Town <laughs> Lawner. Yes. This is a fan fiction that I must say has a crossover from a show that I am a little bit unfamiliar with. Okay. But I feel like some of us, some of us here in this podcast community might be more familiar with. This is a crossover of Twilight and Zoe 101. Oh, shit. I know of this, but this was a little bit was a little bit outside of my time. Sure. This is titled I'm So Into You. And <laughs> it is by the author uh, CC17. Sure. And it was published on August 30th, 2009. Here is the summary. I'm not that good at summaries, so please give this a chance. I know you probably didn't like my last story, but oh, this one no. is better. <laughs> Cece, come on. Believe it, it says, It says, all I'm asking for is a chance. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, baby. <laughs> Again, this is from 2009. It fucking breaks my heart. Oh, okay. God. So, again, folks, give them a chance. Please give them a chance. <laughs> Okay, you know how teenagers would be more than thrilled to go to a boarding school just to get away from their parents and siblings if they had them? Well, not me. I love my parents to death, even if they do act goofy at times. 
Me and my mom, Renee, are like best friends, maybe even sisters. And my dad, Charlie, couldn't last without me. His cooking is just as bad as his cleaning. Ugh. (laughs) Buzz, buzz, buzz. My cell phone was vibrating in my pocket. It was hard to get it out because I was driving, but I did. I saw that it was my mom, so I answered it before she got impatient. Hey, mom. No, I'm not at school yet. (laughs) Yes, I promise to call as soon as I get there. Look, mom, I can't talk and drive. I rolled my eyes as I snapped my black razor shut. Renee is just too much for me to handle right now. As I pulled into the parking lot at Pacific Coast Academy, I saw people playing frisbee, boys playing football on the grass, tennis players, a yoga group from the looks of it. Everything is a good way to put it. I found a parking spot near the administration building. I got out of my black Honda Accord and I saw a girl pointing in my direction and whispering, new girl. Like I couldn't (laughs) hear or see them. I ignored the remarks and headed toward the administration building. I walked into the building and found it to be freezing cold. I walked up to the desk and sitting at it was a pretty lady who looked old enough to be my mom. (laughs) I stood at the desk for a good five minutes, but she never even looked up. So I cleared my throat and looked up startled. Oh, I'm so sorry. How can I help you? She said with a wide smile, obviously fake. How (laughs) can anyone like this job? Hi, I'm Isabella Swan. I'm new here. (laughs) End scene. Yes. The amount I would pay to go back to having a black razor and a black Honda Accord. Man. (sighs) That was the good old days. (laughs) That really brings me back. I just need a a juicy tracksuit. Yes. And, um... And I'm all good. They're golden, actually. baby. That's, that's yeah. all. What else do you need in life? I just need my stick straight hair with absolutely no heat protected in it. <laughs> yeah. And some <laughs> lip gloss from Claire's that definitely, like, could cause cancer, actually. Yeah. Um, and a denim jean purse. Yes. <laughs> that was, like, Crucial. really small. Crucial. Yeah, too small to fit anything. Oh, value. hundred percent. Yeah. Just my black razor, actually. Yes. Yeah, just, just a phone purse. Just a phone purse. Yeah. We'll end on those good vibes there. <laughs> Cece, I think you did a great job. I yes. know it's 2009, so you don't know, but yeah. I think you did a great job. Yeah, just checking in. <laughs> just sending you those good vibes from the future. Absolutely. If you end up eating Cheetos this week, uh, think of Stephanie Meyer. Yes. Yes. It's what she would have wanted. It's what she would have wanted, you know, is, you know, in her apocalypse dream future. Yes. And as we say here in the Pacific Northwest. Get bit. And get whipped. Ooh. Everybody say way ho. Way ho. <laughs> Into the Twilight is an earbud media production. Our theme music is by Eli Krauss and our artwork is by Maddie Padilla. Follow the show on Twitter at Into the Twilight and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. Send us an email or a fanfiction at into the twilight show at gmail.com. You can find Allie at Into Wild Places and me at Cody Crow. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.